Welcome to Your Healing Journey with Dr. Debbie. In the next 30 minutes, get ready to discover the secrets of learning how to heal your body naturally. Dr. Debbie is your guide to a longer, more vital, and healthier life. We'll explore nutrition, vitamin supplementation, mindfulness, and optimal wellness. So sit back and relax, and let's begin this life-changing experience. Welcome to Your Healing Journey, and here's your host, Dr. Debbie. Welcome back, everybody, and I'm so grateful to be here on this Thanksgiving holiday and thankful for all of you. So let's, I'm going to address intestinal health, which is very crucial to maintaining a vital immune system. But let's start with the prayer. Father God, many of us need healing. I need healing for past hurts, random physical pains that I allow to waylay my days and spiritual healing for various reasons. I reach up to you to receive this healing so that I may be whole and that I may be able to then minister to others in a way that brings your fullness of glory. How wonderful to be able to worship you without stain or blemish and to be totally healed. Show others your healing power so that they may also be healed and walk in wholeness. In this precious name of Jesus, amen. So welcome back to your healing journey with Dr. Debbie. Today I'm speaking about the importance of keeping your digestive system healthy in order to have a vital and robust immune system. This is an extensive talk about the best food plan and the determinants of health which play a vital role. If you remember in the very beginning of my show, we talked about the determinants of health. And what are those? Those are eating fresh organic food, filtered clean water, sleep, having a spiritual life, community, and a purpose. Addressing the determinants of health and utilizing the concept of the basic therapeutic order. What's a therapeutic order? Therapeutic order is where do you start? You start with the healthiest person and you can start with changing and encouraging them to eat healthy to take supplements that's the basic and then you can move up to having to do more herbals or more um, medications and then you start moving up the chain to having to do surgery so we want to start with the basics which are food and supplementations so this allows any clinician to clear the decks and fog created by the daily life burdens in order to unravel the root causes which are keeping you, our patients, on the same hamster wheel of chronic illness and pain. I start by teaching you to reduce or eliminate insulting foods, to counter stress and address the effects of trauma and limiting exposure to toxins before adding more things a body has to process and handle at any given time. Taking supplements requires a response and interaction with body processes, which demands energy to process them. Energy which may not be accessible or be able to, or the body may not be able to garner due to an overwhelmed, fatigue, dysfunctional, sick body. People don't know what they don't know about how to make how to take care of this very precious, divinely orchestrated human vessel. We all walk around in a non-pulsed fashion, thinking it will work just like it always does for the rest of our lives. Many of you are brainwashed by the media to consume and become addicted to everything they sell. Food, clothing, cosmetics, drugs, energy pills, supplements, surgery, 
etc. Convincing us we need to alter, improve, and enhance our natural body processes by artificially making them quote-unquote better. Humans trying to play God? I think not. Once a person is educated on the language their body speaks to them, they have the power to adapt and navigate flares and triggers by reducing selective and impertinent burdens to increase your ability to become chemically and immune tolerant to life on this panel and on this planet. Let us examine the environments human beings are subjected to in today's world. Bombarded by electromagnetic frequencies, radio frequencies, microwave frequencies, radiation, pollution, pesticides, plastics, heavy metals, toxic chemicals, eating nutritionally deficient food, bathing in toxified water full of chlorines, fluoride, by byproducts of medications, plastics, perfumes, etc. Continually exposed to artificial lights, enclosed buildings, and recirculating HVAC, sometimes with mold and which is mold and dust infested. Our delicately orchestrated bodies are not designed to cope with this daily pervasive onslaught of dangerous and disease dysfunction causing agents. Each one of my patients comes to me with their own past medical history, physical and emotional sets of stressors and traumas. I must also consider their genetic expression, their epigenetics, their ability to adapt, their pain threshold, their capacity to regenerate, their dietary and lifestyle habits. Everybody is very individual. In order to make sure each one of my patients can survive this human existence and can successfully become chemically and immune tolerant to living, each body must be supplied with enough protective and enhancing nutrients, botanicals, stress-reducing activities, exercise, restful sleep, emotional support, healing touch, hydration, positive mindset, and a reduction or avoidance to the exposure of the triggers in the environment. Where can you find me? You can find me at integratedmedicineministries.com or at drdebnovtep at gmail.com or at 760-519-1759. So in order to survive and keep the neuroendocrine immune, what does that mean? The neurological, the hormonal, and the immune crosstalk, that means these systems talk to each other from getting going awry. It takes a careful look at the level of adaptability each one of you has. If any one of my patients is relatively healthy, they will most likely be able to tolerate and survive these exposures for the most part. Eventually, any increase in exposure to stressful events, infections, or other noxious substances can overwhelm a healthy body and cause it to express disease and dysfunction. You know, it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. How much can you deal with? How much can you confront? How much can you uh, be challenged by? So why do I give chronically ill people supplements? Because most of my patients are usually compromised in their ability to absorb nutrients from food. They have ongoing systemic inflammation, possibly infections and trauma, which are a sequela or a a byproduct from various sources. The foods we consume in the United States are contaminated with Roundup pesticides that destroy our microbiome and contribute to the development of autoimmune conditions and food intolerances in a large portion of this other population. Food is picked green for transport, reducing its nutritional content. We are bombarded with toxins 
and lead a fast-paced, stressful life. Many sources of inflammation are bombarding us constantly. Our body requires assistance in maintaining its chemical and immune tolerance to life. Some essential nutrients are vital in helping my, my patients balance and sustain the strength, resilience, and vitality of the immune system, which is constantly challenged in today's day-to-day -to -day life. The amounts and dosages are tailored individually. There are so many gut-brain and brain-gut connections that where, at, whenever there's dam damage is caused to the intestinal tract, it also happens, it's also happening to the brain. The enteric nervous system is the basically the neurological or the nervous system that lives in your intestines, can transport all the irritating inflammatory chemicals, infections, and undigested food particles, toxins, heavy metals, etc., directly through the blood-brain barrier to excite and flare up the immune system of your brain, which are called the microglial cells. And they start a fire in the brain that causes fog, depression, anxiety, memory loss, and lack of coordination. There's a lot of people out there who are sensitive to gluten and who get inflammation, but only 25% actually present with intestinal symptoms. The other 75% have neurological symptoms. So who would have thought that your brain fog or your memory loss or your anxiety is actually related to the inflammation in your intestines because it's affecting your brain? The gut and brain barriers have to be kept intact for the entire body to be in a healthy functional state. If each any one of these is leaky, then the other one is going to be also. So both of them can be at risk. Clinically, there's nothing more important than to teach my patients the importance of these foundational concepts. If these barriers are leaky, it is like having a house without a roof, doors, windows or screens open to the elements. What happens when that happens to a house? Well, everything from the outside comes inside and it starts to degrade and destroy the inside of the house. The natural state of, of tubes within tubes is no longer intact. What do I mean by that? Well, we're surrounded by skin and then we have muscles and then we have skeletons and we have tubes in our organs and that's our tubes within tubes. And if that barrier is broken, then everything from the outside and the external environment is not properly processed in the digestive tract or now inhaled through our lungs and now a potential trigger for brain and gut inflammation. Who lives in the gut? The immune system. 80% of it, if this system goes awry, then autoimmunity and cancer are a certainty. An immune system that overreacts or is, sits silent and says nothing are both recipes for disastrous consequences. The direct road to chronic, devastating, debilitating, mysterious, or even well-known diagnosable illnesses. So when I say silent, if somebody comes to me and they say, I haven't been sick or had a single symptom for five years, I start getting very, very worried because your immune system is there to alert you of things that go wrong. So if you never have a sniffle, you never have a cough, you never have diarrhea, or you never have any kind of symptom at all, that means your immune system is asleep. It is not working for you. It is not alerting you. It is not talking to you. So it is not good for you never to have a symptom. Symptoms are actually gold mines to figure out what's wrong with you and to pay attention, to take care, to change your lifestyle, and to rest. 
We know that our microbiome is a vital and essential part of both body and brain health. They carry our DNA, produce neurotransmitters, maintain gut barrier health, help manage and control the entire microbiome population. The more diverse it is, the healthier we are. In nature, diversity equals health and vitality of ecosystems and creates abundance. So the more diverse your microbiome or the bacteria in your gut is, the more healthy you are going to be. And how do you achieve that? By eating all kinds of different kinds of foods and varying it and altering everything you eat and lots of fruits and vegetables and things that you may, maybe haven't eaten before. That's a good way to do that. Also gardening and exposing yourself to dirt on the ground as long as it's not been sprayed with a bunch of pesticides. So the other thing that's really important is what kind of food plan would be best for you. Well, in my years of being a clinical doctor, I found that nutritional ketosis, which has been studying since, studied since 1925, when the first case study to implement a ketogenic diet was developed and designed by Dr. Russell Wilder to explore the hypothesis that nutritional ketosis would benefit children challenged by uncontrollable 24-7 epileptic seizures. The results were indeed astonishingly su successful. So all this idea that you shouldn't eat fat is wrong. As long as you eat healthy fat, it's actually more anti-inflammatory than anything else. There's a plethora of peer-reviewed articles spanning decades now, which continues to explode, validating the use of ketogenic diets to improve and revolutionize the current health of humanity. 80% of us are faced with the challenges of modern city life, having a body that has yet to evolve fully or adequately adapt to daily pollution, stress, altered and processed overabundant food sources, and a push for dependence on this for that so-called instant cures. In countries that predominantly adhere to allopathic medicine, their current model of health care, quote-unquote, poses these premises as the only choice. Why have these findings been in the foreground of mass exposure and application to the naturopathic medicine realm? Because the application of ketogenic diets is not an easy, achievable task to counsel potential patients on, as it takes a Herculean effort to adapt into, especially when there is health, lifestyle, degenerative progression, and a stress of modern life to contend with. At the same time, a person is implementing a new rigorous and seemingly counterintuitive lifestyle change, which requires an utmost focus and self-responsibility. The benefits of a ketogenic diets are profound and are palliative, that means they're helpful, to the most significant pandemic causes of degenerative diseases today. For example, they're anti-inflammatory properties. It protects the pancreas by sparing the use of insulin, preventing diabetes, hypoglycemic and hypoglycemia, and metabolic syndrome. They're neuroprotective and neurotrophic. That means it helps grow nerves. It helps protect nerves, preventing brain and nervous system degeneration. It promotes increased oxygenation, which is protective to all cellular tissues. It improves ATP, the production at the mitochondrial level. What does that mean? ATP is the energy currency of the body. Aids in the repair of DNA by preventing cancer. Shows, slows aging by promoting the elongation of telomeres. Telomeres are the things that grow and expand when you're producing cells. Increases glutathione production, vital for liver, brain, and gut protection. It's cardioprotective by increasing 
the good cholesterol, HDL, and reducing the bad, LDL and VLDL. Once the brain and body receive the messages to be in ketosis to provide cellular energy, the process of adaptation can then be undertaken one individual at a time for a lifetime. So there's four phases of nutritional ketosis. There is the adapt, the adjust, the build, and the maintain. And usually what this means is you're going to have a predominant high amount of fat in your diet that's healthy, about maybe 20% protein and only 5% carbohydrates. So in order to achieve that, you have to gradually get to that point. You also have to support the gallbladder, which is the one that digests all the fat in your system. The keto adaptive process takes 15 days to set in motion. This is the amount of time it takes the brain and body to switch from being a glucose fat storage receptacle to an efficient eat fat, burn fat machine. So these stages are achieved by achieving blood levels of ketones, which are about 1.5 to 3, and you can get a blood ketone meter to check that. Establishing your individual ketogenic ratios of macronutrients to maintain progress. So how much carbohydrates? 10 to 15%, protein 20 to 30, fats 65 to 95. Maintain the first stage of nutritional ketosis and then modify as needed. The bigger the health challenges, the higher the fat ratio is needed to achieve optimal health. Individually tailored and self-monitored. In my opinion, this is the most viable treatment protocol to prescribe for patients to make the biggest impact on the quality of their life to optimal health and wellness on the planet today. So it is important for me to be able to coach, counsel, and guide these patients toward their health goals and to be a a model and somebody who does this herself. I believe that this lifestyle is the foundation for delivering a journey for optimal human performance instead of the current pandemics extant on this planet today, which looms largely da large, larger daily. I invite my colleagues to perform due diligence on the subject and change old paradigms that no longer deliver health, but rather an outdated sick care, this for that model. I have written and published a cookbook with fast, delicious 20-minute meals that will assist you all in implementing this type of food plan. It is called Dr. Debbie's Delicious Ketogenic Dishes for Women with Hashimoto's. Of course, it is suitable for everyone. Even though I designed it for the many women I treat that suffer from autoimmune thyroid disease, you can purchase it from me by going to my website and contacting me via email at drdeb N-O-V-T-E-P at Gmail or my cell phone at 760-519-1759 or again going to my website at Integrated Medicine Ministries. As you can hear, taking care of your intestinal health and implementing an anti-inflammatory food plan goes a long way in supporting and maintaining your immune system and experiencing a vital, healthy existence. Without health, there is no quality of life. So I encourage you guys to research and look into this and to do the best you can to change your lifestyle, change the way you operate, especially now we're heading into holidays and the holidays are very tempting and there's so many foods and so much indulgence, but I encourage you to be moderate in your consumption of these things and to take care of yourself, especially with the weather changing. And to focus on staying healthy, because this is the, the time of year where anyone starts to get sick. Why do they get sick? 
Well, because they're eating too much sugar. They're eating too much carbohydrate. They're staying up late. They're going to bars. They're going to parties. They're drinking too much alcohol. They're not getting enough sleep. So don't be tempted. Try to moderate your activities. Yes, have fun. Yes, engage with your people in 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 the holidays. But try to meter yourself. Don't go overboard because you don't want to be sick all all winter long and feeling miserable. You want to be able to enjoy this holiday season and to be thankful for really thinking things ahead of time and making good choices. So as you can see, it's really important to, to take care of our digestive system because it is what allows us to absorb nutrients, to take care of ourselves, to nourish ourselves, and to keep our immune system happy and not crazy and out of balance. So really pay attention to this and really make set, make sure that you take care of this very important system. And you, you explore some of these anti-inflammatory type food plans that I think are out there from ketogenic to paleo to, you know, whatever works for you. And everybody's different. So I'm not saying everybody fits into this, but I think some version of this is very helpful to almost all people on this planet today. So I encourage you to look into that and to contact me if you want help with it. So I really hope that this holiday season comes and brings you much joy and happiness and that you're very thankful for the people around you because that's another thing that's very, very helpful to our to our health. It is to have an attitude of gratitude. An attitude of gratitude and a positive mindset goes a very long way in keeping you happy, healthy, and at ease and improving your vitality and your experience of a happy, healthy life. So don't forget about that and don't get too overwhelmed, too caught up with the expectations and the Christmas holiday and the gifts. Try to stay balanced and take care of yourself, stay positive, be grateful and be blessed and surround yourself with your family and enjoy wonderful activities that are going to bring you more health, wellness and rest. So thank you all again for listening today. I really appreciate your your um, coming to my shows. And I wish you all a joyous and peaceful holiday. And may God bless you all.